Hello, my friend, and welcome again to a brand new week here on the Deeper Daily Podcast. It's the 18th day of April. I'm so happy you're with me today as we get back into the Genesis story, the stories that we've been telling for, well, quite some time now. We started the Genesis work back in May of last year and then off and on, mostly on, We've worked our way through these Genesis stories. We took a week off last week for Holy Week so we could do the liturgical readings. We talked about Easter yesterday, and here we begin a new week. I want to give you a heads up. Uh, We're going to turn the corner into the 48th chapter of Genesis. There are only 50 chapters in Genesis. So for the next few days, we're going to work on these. I don't know that we will be finished by the end of the week. Whether finished or not, on Friday, I have a special treat. We're going to give you a long-form Friday I'll tell you a little more about it each day this week, but it was a um, an interview that I did, uh, a conversation that I did um, recently. We recorded it, and I am going to post it for you on Friday. Anyway, I'll tell you more tomorrow. I'll tell you a little bit more each day as we get closer to the end of the week. Genesis chapter 48 is the moment that Jacob, who is now very old and nearing death, uh, he, he will live to be 147, according to the end of the 47th chapter. But he is now going to be introduced to and subsequently bless Joseph's sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And they tell Jacob that Joseph is coming to him. So Jacob sort of rouses himself, strengthens himself on his bed and prepares to bless Joseph. He asks jo- Joseph in verse 8, who are these and Joseph said to his father, they are my sons whom God has given me in this place. And he said, please bring them to me and I will bless them. There are a few things that I want to talk about in the next few days in regards to the blessing over Manasseh and Ephraim. Several different angles I want to take on this. The one I want to talk to you about today, uh, let, me, let me read just a couple more verses. Verse 10 and 11, the eyes of Israel were dim with age, so he could not see. Joseph brought them near him, and he kissed them, and he embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I had not thought to see your face, but in fact, God has also shown me your offspring. Uh, And then Joseph brought the boys, and they they bowed their face to the earth. At the end of their lives, the patriarchs would take this moment and bless the children and the grandchildren that they had been that they had been blessed with and i have long thought that we in christianity could learn something from the ancient patriarchs of judaism and it's not only judaism cultures around the world have practiced this in all kinds of religions as well and that is the practice of allowing their old saints men and women to speak their peace before they die to speak into the lives of the people that remain behind, to lay hands on them and to bless them. And I think that we've by and large lost this in the, in the, in the church culture because death is the enemy. Uh, that's New Testament scripture. But for a people who all their lifetimes had been subject to fear of death, have now been released because Christ conquered death, we sure don't treat death as if it is something that we could learn from. Instead, I've, and I, I'm speaking from experience here, and your experience most certainly could be different than mine, and I understand that. But from my own experience, what I have seen 
is that we have treated death as if it was something that shouldn't even be talked about because if you talked about it, it was going to happen. And if you didn't talk about it, maybe you could put it off. And also, we treated it as something that even if the person was 100 years old and had lived a good life, we treated it as something that should be delayed as long as possible and any admission that it was coming was almost like giving up. And so there was almost a condemnation over the people left behind in some of the Christian circles that I remember. Almost this condemnation that people hadn't been faithful enough. That if they had just been more believing, then maybe it maybe not maybe it wouldn't have been that God would have kept the person here, but they could have went out with more, sort of more honor um, if we had been faithfully believing for them to live up to the end. And the thing that we miss in that is that we don't allow the people that are going to leave us through death to say over us what they need to say, to bless what they need to bless and to instruct what they need to instruct. Because if you don't acknowledge that the death is coming, you don't have time to listen for any truth that could be sent that could be passed along. Genesis 48, 49, and 50 are a good indication that we ought to listen to those who have something to to say and to share. I think it's the gift that we get to leave, hopefully, hopefully, it's the gift we get to leave our grandkids or maybe our great-grandkids, that we get to say into people's lives blessings and favor on our way out not because we've embraced dying, but because we've accepted this as the step to dropping what Paul called shaking off this tent so that mortality can be swallowed up of immortality. And, and then facing that and knowing it's coming and then being able to speak into the lives of those that we leave behind. And the very fact that Joseph doesn't say to his father in Genesis 48, oh, dad, there, you got plenty of time to bless my sons. Blessing the sons is the last thing you do before you die. No, dad, you're not going to bless them because you're not going to die. We don't see those, those sort of protestations among the biblical characters. And again, it's not as if they're running headlong towards death, but they seem to teach us something about being valuable at the point of death. And maybe, maybe, It's something we ought to consider when we're saying goodbye to our loved ones is to allow space for goodbye and allow space for a blessing. And as much as we don't want to say goodbye, maybe to be able to say, is there anything you want to say on your way home? And to have those conversations. Um, my, My dad and I had this conversation just a few weeks ago, and, and he's not dying, hopefully, um, but we had this conversation about wanting to be able to say at death, at what we hope is his death before mine, um, the things that we want to say about the next realm. So we started saying them to one another. And I, I don't know where you can make this happen in your life, but I want to encourage you to consider that, especially for those with parents, grandparents that are about to go on. Okay, 
We actually get into the blessing tomorrow, and there's a couple things we want to do on that. See you then. God bless.